before we get to the episode, I just wanted to shout out to my fellow podcasters. Thank you for the support. I really appreciate it. I want to give something back to you guys as well. If you're looking for sponsors, affiliate links, ads, go on podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot co. And use my code Divine Healing by D to sign up and find sponsors. That's podmetrics.co. Referral code Divine Healing by D. Good luck. Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have on Gloria Grace Rand. She's a business coach. She is an SEO copywriter, author. She had really amazing tips and tricks on how to start. If you're starting out a business, you don't know where to start, you need guidance, um, where to turn, who to talk to, what to do. Uh, she talks about how she incorporates light language and she'd like to incorporate Reiki into her practice, but, uh, she knows a lot about SEO. She's an expert in SEO copywriting and, uh, she talks about how it's good to have a bit of an intuition going into it and how to really connect to the client. And she's just very empowering. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode because it's highly informative. So here's Gloria. Gloria Grace Rand. I am an SEO copywriter. I'm also an intuitive business coach, um, speaker, and uh, author uh, of a book called Live, Love, Engage, How to Stop Doubting Yourself and Start Being Yourself. And I've been uh, in business for over 10 years now. It's hard to believe, but uh, I I enjoy working with um, service-based entrepreneurs, helping them to really create messages um, that attract their ideal clients, the people that they want to serve the best. And I've been doing that for the copywriting part for quite a while. And uh, and now I've been doing, uh, incorporating in some coaching as well, because I've been doing it off and on with clients um, unofficially mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as they, as they uh, come to me and have, have needed some help in addition to the actual writing, they also need help with either the business or the life. And so I've done that. So now I want to uh, do, do a bit more of that because I've, I've learned that really the mindset is a key, almost the most important aspect of being successful in business is being able to be really in line with who you are and and to be in line with your divine self and that helps you to be to be more to show up as who you are and you're going to attract people more when you are coming from a place of love and when you are confused and and Mm -hmm. frustrated then it doesn't work as well (laughs) you're not as successful so how does one get into seo copywriting well, um, there are ways the way that I did was I actually had been, um, I, we had, we had moved and to a new city and I'd been, mm-hmm. I used to work in television. Actually, I was a writer producer for the nightly business report on public television for many years. But when we moved up here, I was trying to figure out what to do. And I kept actually getting a letter in the mail from a company 
the letter said, can you write a letter like this? And mm-hmm. it was from a company called American Writers and Artists, Inc. And they offer training in uh, ostensibly direct mail copywriting, which was the first course that I got, but they have uh, all sorts of different uh, courses. And, and when I first got into this, I, I saw that the online world was really going to be where <laughs> people were moving to. Right. And they offered, they offered a course in SEO copywriting. And I really, I loved it because I, I for me, it, it, it uh, allows me to tap into both sides of my brain, the logical mm-hmm. side to be able to figure out what are the right keywords that are going yes. to help someone, you know, show up on Google. And then the creative side to be able to actually write, incorporate those words in a way that is actually going to be appealing to a website right. visitor and not just turn them off like, oh, this is because especially in the early days of the web, oh, my gosh, you, you could see websites that were written for Google as uh-huh. opposed to written for a person because they're just like stuffed with keywords and it was they would be horrible to read (laughs) so that's how I got into it but there's lots of and and there that company is still out there today training but there's also um uh other other places there's books that you can get um and 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 lots of training online and um and I know people have often asked me to like do my own training and I haven't Mm -hmm. I haven't felt um pulled to do that yet I may mm. still do it down down the line but like uh, a course yeah I like to offer a course in specifically I've I've, I've done presentations on it in the past mm-hmm. and but to for some reason I've been resisting doing it <laughs> I guess it's course. not the time if you're not fully into it it's probably not the time yeah and and I love doing the actual writing I mean that's mm-hmm. what I like but for some <laughs> reason the teaching of it um in like that type of thing hasn't appealed to me but you know what I We'll see. One of these days, I think. <laughs> Do you think you need to be a bit intuitive to be a successful copywriter? I think it helps. But but you know mm. what? We all are intuitive. Yes. We all yeah. are intuitive. We just have been, it hasn't been emphasized in uh, certainly our culture. And, and we've not been taught to trust that. So um, it definitely helps because when you, when you talk to a client and then you can uh, you really get to know who they are and what they're trying to, what they're offering and, and why they want to offer this particular product or service and, and how it's going to benefit their client, then it, uh, I think it does help because you can really sometimes, uh, I guess maybe read between the lines, but I, I find that, one of the nice things that uh, my clients have said to me over the years mm-hmm. is that I, I really get their voice. Um, uh, yeah. And, and so I'm able to, you know, whether I'm writing some emails for them or I'm mm-hmm. writing a newsletter, but because I've, I've done the work and number one, and I've listened to them and talked to them and really got to know them well, but, but it is also then ultimately trusting in, you know, higher power sometimes to just, you know, deliver the words for me. And, and um, when I get in flow like that, that is, I love that. Cause that's, that is like one of the best times when things will just come out nice. When you try to force it, it doesn't work very well. Right. I love you. I just like feel your passion as you talk about it. It's great. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I really do enjoy when I'm in, when I'm in the throes of, of writing and, and, and working with someone, mm-hmm. um, 
I really do enjoy it. I love being able to play with words and, and, and to be able to come up with something that is really going to help them. And, uh, and, and sometimes like, I think when I've, when I've had a lull and I'm not do, working on a project, I forget. And then when I get mm. into it again, it's like, Oh yeah, that's right. I really do like to write. I really have fun doing this. Yeah. That's usually <laughs> what happens in like oh, different fields. Once mm-hmm. you're not doing it, you kind of lose the, Ugh. But then yeah. when you get into it, you're like, oh, okay, makes sense now. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exactly. home. I'm home yeah. in a way. Yeah, I love that. exactly. So how does your method start when you um get a client? How do you start to connect to them and their business? Um well, one of the best ways now, and 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 I didn't do this so much at the beginning, but because mm-hmm. of how technology has changed, it's, it's right. wonderful, is that I love to be able to get on a Zoom call with, with mm-hmm. a client. Because I used to, would I would send them a form to fill out. And so that mm-hmm. they would tell me all about, you know, who they are, how long they've been in business, who is their ideal client, and what are their pain points, yada, yada. But now I'd love to be able to do that in an interview uh, setting because I can record it and then I really do get to hear it in their words and it is so much easier than to be able to even pull out some of the things and and, and sort of you know I can pay attention easier to their cadence and, and really yes, um, exactly. tap into what what they're all about so that then I can go back and I can listen to that or and, and or get it transcribed and then I can sit down and do a project um, then I've got all of that material and it's so much richer and I love, I love being able to do it that way now. It's, uh, I, it's helped my writing to be even better. And, and then again, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll create like a draft. Let's say we're working on a, a website. So mm-hmm. I, I'll write what the home homepage copy should be. And then I will send it to the client, let them approve it or make suggestions and, and, you know, any changes the team and, effort. and then I'll do that. Yeah, absolutely. Because ultimately, um, the client needs to like <laughs> approve what they're saying. Yeah, yeah they've exactly. got to approve it because it's their it's their business. It's their yeah, their uh, identity out in the world, and so you yeah. want to be able to make sure it serves them. Oh, absolutely! And just it's there's something different about looking at somebody and getting a hold of the, their personality, and like now you know like this is how they are. They're probably a little one person could be a little bit more passionate. One person could be a little bit shy. So you know how to work with that person and kind of just adapt what you're doing to their personality in a way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and because also, you know, there's different businesses and different yes. business styles. And, and I've, I, I've actually, a, a lot of my copywriting clients have been men, and, in fact. Oh, okay. and have been, Yeah, and in fact, and actually they're, some of my easiest clients, frankly, because they're just really like, just they just, just trust write you. it, just make it good, you know. <laughs> it's like, and so I do, you know, at least we'll we'll look at it. But they're like, oh yes, because it's so nice that they don't have to worry about that, and they can worry about other aspects of their business. That's the thing. Could... Yeah, men don't like to overanalyze like us. Women love to, so they're gonna probably take on their SEO themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or or or, but also. It's like, if you can do it for me, oh, you can do this? Oh, awesome. Yeah, just tell me how much is it is and when you'll have it done for me? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I like, I, lo- I love those types of people. Me too. But I've had, I've had yeah, exactly. clients too like that, though. I should say. <laughs> I mean, I love any clients or customers that don't ask a lot of questions and just buy things. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone disagrees with me. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, since COVID, have you had a lot of people come to you who are just starting, trying to start a new business and asking you for help? Um, well, I, 
I would say not really, but it's not so much um, that there aren't people out there. Um, Mm -hmm. I think during this past year has been um, one for me of tremendous um, personal growth. Mm -hmm. And I've been more, I was more focused on that as well as I was focused a lot last year on getting my book written. And so I wasn't as focused on some of the business aspects that I, I probably should have been because I was, I was also confused about which direction to take my business. And I, and I right. realized in working with a coach that it, it was because I needed to get the book done so mm-hmm. that then I could see what I wanted to do after that. And, and it really did make all the difference in the world because now that it's, it's like this book had been, I mean, the idea first came to me at the end of 2016. And so mm-hmm. it, it was a long time coming and to finally have that off of my brain um, it, it freed me up to now say, okay, let me go back in and see what is it I like to do. And, and I've been able to even finally rewrite the copy on my own website that has usually tortures me <laughs> um, to write. I'm so much easier at writing other people, but because like now, that. yeah, it is, but it has been better for me in, in this last year because I've gotten much more clear on who I am now and, and who I want to serve. Even, even just this week, I, I, I'm participating in a, in a challenge, um, uh, to create more influence that you need to be able to attract more or to work with influencers and things. And so they asked you to say, you know, who is your target audience and and what's the outcome. And I came up with something that was like the, the most clear that I'd had in, in forever, (laughs) which was, which was that really for, for, especially for the coaching. And and it's Mm -hmm. that I want to work with women entrepreneurs who've suffered a loss that has rocked their confidence. And, and so that I can help them to align with their inner wisdom so they can gain more clients with ease and grace, because that's something that I have wanted to do and that I had my confidence rocked a few years ago when I lost my sister. And, and that's what, what kind of got me into this, what do I really want to do (laughs) type of thing. Right. Um, but now it's, I'm, I'm much clearer in that. Yes. I'd like to do copywriting and I want to do coaching and, and the coaching will then help because as I work with clients, they will probably, as they get clear, then they're going to need copywriting help. So (laughs) So very true. It'll kind of bounce back and forth like that. So was that what inspired you to write your book in 2016? The loss? Uh, Yeah, it was, well, the impending loss, in Mm -hmm. fact, because it came about, um, I'd been meditating for years. And Mm -hmm. and frankly, since I started my business, and and it was a good practice. And, and during about two months before my sister passed, I was meditating. And this idea came into my head that said, you should write a book about love. And I'm like, Oh, I do online marketing. Where's this idea coming from? This doesn't make any sense to me at all. Um, and, and yet I still sort of mucked around with it for some reason anyway. And it was like, okay, well, what would I say? Well, love is an acronym. Okay. Well, what does that, what do these letters stand for? And so I came up with these, these four concepts and, and then of course life got in the way and I wasn't Mm -hmm. able to really work on it, but, um, I started, you know, a couple years ago, more seriously looking at it and and again i've been i've been working with different coaches over the years and 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 working with one coach while i was trying to get this done Mm -hmm. um 
I finally had this like immense aha that the reason I had to write this book was because I had the, it was for me, the lessons were for me to learn because the subtitle of the book, it's called, it's called live, love, engage, how to stop doubting yourself and start being yourself. Love it. That great title. Thank you. And, and that just finally came to me even, even I think 2019, that subtitle, because that's what it was. It was like, I realized that's what this was about. And, and so I've learned to do that now and I'm so much happier about it. And now I want to be able to help more people because again, now it's like, okay, I've got a framework that I can use in coaching. I can, I can create a course around it. I can, yes, a blueprint. Exactly. And that's what I was missing um, until now. And so now I have that. And now I'm starting to work on these things. <laughs> Are there any other healing modalities you'd like to implement in the business? Um, yeah. Um, a couple things that I have. Um, one that I started doing last year that I had um, become aware of actually at a business conference of all things of someone had um, uh she does something called um, light language mm-hmm. um, channeling, and and it's this it's it's uh, it's a language. If if anyone is out there listening is has any sort of Christian background and have heard uh, people talking in tongues, speaking in tongues, mm-hmm. um, it's it's sort of like that in that it's you um, you know speak in this language that not necessarily you understand with your with your brain but right. your soul understands it and and there's lots of different ways to do it. some people not only will speak but also can sing and some write it um i actually then well let me first say is that when this happened when she did this mm-hmm. i started crying yeah because during, because it just something about it just like really reached in and touched my soul and so um, last year, I uh, was working with another coach, and he had started doing it. And he, we, we had this uh, session together, and he encouraged me to, you know, just go ahead and try doing it. And so, you know, because it really just takes an open mind and just asking. Um, I mean, what I normally do is I just ask for, like, angels and, and uh, whatever galactic beings. You know, some people say this comes from, you know, some sort of, you know, Lemurians and and Pleiadians and all these things or elves and fairies all sorts of interesting things and I don't know where it comes from exactly so I just say you know who's ever out there if you have a message that's for my highest good I'm open to receive that's great and 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 things come out and and it I think is really has been helping me and I've done a few sessions with other uh, other clients now and they you know it, it just you feel it helps you feel very relaxed and, and centered afterwards. And I, I love to be able to incorporate that in, in the coaching. And, and another one that I've, I started doing this like 15 years ago, but it sort of got on the back burner and I've been rediscovering it even just this past week is Reiki. Yay. <laughs> I love to hear that. <laughs> Yeah, and because I, I realized I, I had a couple books, actually a couple books my sister had, and then I would, I had taken some books from her house, you know, when she actually she passed and kept, and um, and I realized that it was like, oh well, once you get the attunement, you know, you have it, you know, you just, oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't You're like stuck. go away. Your and hands like, are vibrating forever. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, well, let me just start, you know, intentionally doing this again, and sure enough, it's like 
yes, my hands get hot again. And so I'm, I'm you know, practicing on myself every day now. And uh, that's great. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because it's, I, I can see already the difference that's helping me in clearing still some cobwebs that I've had. And, uh, yeah. out. and so I know that, uh, you know, I want to be able to help more people with this as well, because I think that's the reason why this is coming. It's not just even for me, but is for me to be able to then pay it back and to offer this, uh, you know, to others as well. Did you say you were a master or just level two or level two? Do you remember? I, yeah, I've done, I've done level one and level two. Level so, two. Yeah. So if you become a master, you're able to do distance sessions. And like, that would be also great in your business to be able to connect as you're <laughs> coaching them. I think that'd be so awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'll have to, I've got, uh, I, there was someone here locally who I had uh, done training with before. So I will have to uh, check in with her soon and, and see um, when I can go ahead and, and look into doing that. So, yeah. So you would say these people who mentor, mentor you and coach you, they really help you engage with other people in your business. Do they influence how you, your methods and how you work? Um, I wouldn't say they influence necessarily, but well, cause I've, I've worked with a lot of different, different coaches and, right. and, and different folks over the years and, and still do, but they definitely, um, can inspire me to, or, or to help me, um, see, you know, we, we so often we have blinders, don't necessarily oh, yeah. see things <laughs> that, that other people, you know, are just, you know, listen to, you know, how you speak and you're like, Oh yeah, I said that, didn't I? Oh, okay. To be able to catch you and those type of things. And, and, and that's why I, I believe in, in coaching is it's so important, whether it's a, like I said, spiritual coach, business coach, you know, speaking coaches. I've hired speaking coaches to help me, you know, learn That's how to great. give presentations before. Um, because we don't, even though in a sense, uh, you know, we do have all the knowledge within us, but doesn't necessarily mean we know how to access it. Exactly. <laughs> so that's where an outside person can help you and to, you know, to encourage you to tap into that and to then be able to, um, you know, release it or, or you know, to, to help you see how that you do have those answers. You just need to talk them out sometimes with, with someone else and, and who is, can just be there to hold space for you and, mm -hmm. and to allow oh, wow. you to figure these things out or, and, or sometimes just give you some suggestions <laughs> on try this, do that. Right. <laughs> and see if that works. No. Very smart. So what would you say to the new business owners that kind of just want to give up they're struggling in their business and they're just like, this is not for me. How would you help that, that client? Oh yeah. And, and, I've, and I've had a client like that um, in the past who did give up and I was like, oh, she'd only been doing it a few months. And it was like, Aww. no, no, you're, you're just starting to get traction. It's like, don't, yeah. um, it's, it's, you know, I would say a couple of things. Number one is to, look around at what's going on in your life right now, because mm -hmm. if, if you are under stress in some other areas, that might be why 
that's sort of um, affecting you. And so you're not able to focus totally on the business. And so, so it may be that, you know, maybe you just need to take a breather for a little bit and handle some of those other things so that then you can come back and, and mm-hmm. then remember, okay, why did I start this business in the first place? What was right. it that, about this that I thought would appeal to me and see if you can recapture that. So, and, or, you know, it might be to just take a break for a little bit. And, and, mm. and I know it's been hard. I mean, this, this year, has been so stressful for so many people in so many different ways. And and even for people who normally work from home, like I do, you know, you think Mm -hmm. I'd be perfectly fine being able to stay home all year long and not worry about going place. But you know (laughs) what they say, when you can't do something, that's when you want to do it. And so even I felt like, I want to go. I want to be able to go to sit and go out to a networking meeting. And now I have to do them online instead. Okay. Yeah, um, it's not the so, same. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not. Although in some ways that has been, they have been better. And, and certainly you're able to reach people yes. all around the world now, which is, which is cool. But I would say is to just spend some time even in quiet time, you know, spend mm-hmm. meditation or go out in nature and, and just sort of clear your head a little bit and say, okay, what, why did I start the business? Let, let me, you know, let's think about this. What was it about it that appealed to me? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, ask, just ask even yourself, you know, is it still worthwhile to, to do this? And if so, then, you know, see, like I said, look around, see if you can figure out what's, what's keeping you and, or it might be a good time to consider talking with someone, you know, hire, either hire a coach or, or even, you know, you can even start off with an objective friend and, and maybe, you know, someone and, and someone who's in business though, not necessarily yes. who's not in business because they exactly. don't necessarily understand. But if you know someone else who has their own business and say, you know, is this normal? Did you ever go through this where you right. like, suddenly lost your passion? Um, you know, and, and see, because um, ideally you started it for a reason and, mm-hmm. But if it's not meant to be, also be okay with letting it go and yes. just, and just, Very important. and realize that, okay, well, maybe this was just a learning step for me and that there's something better will be down the line. And so this was a good experience. Now I know what to do and maybe what not to do. And then mm-hmm. I'll take that and apply it the next time. Do you think having a niche is important in the business? I do think. I do think some type of niche, but the, but the niche can be, doesn't necessarily have to be really dialed down specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be, it could be a little bit broader. So for instance, um, essentially my primary, my primary niche has been B2B. So it's usually I sell my services to businesses who are selling services to other people. Um, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily, um, I'm not crazy about necessarily selling a copywriting to companies that are then even selling products to other people. I, it doesn't quite work, but I like, so I guess even service-based. So I guess service-based business to business is sort of my niche. Um, mm. it, it does help you in, in the copy to have a clear idea of who right. it is that you want to attract. Um, but when you do that, then you can 
wind up serving other people because if you've you know if the copy is written in such a way that someone else might recognize themselves or or just realize that this person definitely has what I what I need even if I'm not exactly um, you know, a woman who is age 35 with two children and a college degree and has two right. kids, et cetera, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but if you're, you know, if maybe you've, you've, you've already raised your kids, but you still need help, you know, you could still go to that person. So um, I'm, I'm slightly wishy-washy on the subject, but I, I'm not hardcore niche. Like some people get, they like, you really have to dial it down. Right. I just, I love everyone's opinions. Like some people are like you wishy-washy and then other people are like, you need to have it or you'll never succeed. I refuse to like accept that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it, um, it can be a little bit more exclusive. It doesn't have to be just super, super narrow because then you are going to maybe potentially miss out on other people because right you know but you also don't want to be my client is anyone with skin because that is too broad <laughs> you know because mm. i've 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 met people who like sell skincare products and it's like oh my client's anybody with skin no it's someone with skin <laughs> who has money to invest in your products that exactly it down a little bit more and and maybe they are someone who is maybe older and they need replenished skin or maybe they're you know a teenager and they need help with their blemishes but you know you need you have do have to dial it in a little bit absolutely i mean i kind of struggled with this a bit when i started my jewelry store i was thinking like okay what's going to make people want to shop from me and not like the other established brands that are out there like mm. what why am i more spe- like why am i special right. is it because i named my company after two very witty writers is that is that all i have i had to find like a specific message for mm-hmm. my pieces to put out in the world and yeah and i feel like it's been changing every so often like i just want to have jewelry that looks like it's fine jewelry but be costume i don't i don't want to go so mm-hmm. specific mm-hmm. but i feel like that for me is just great like great price point it looks like fine jewelry and is dainty. Oh, <laughs> On my keywords. That. Yeah, I love that. Well, yeah, because it's like, you know, you want to look like you, you look like you're you, you're wearing a million bucks, but it only costs a few. You know, this is that's cool. Um, and, and, and it's, you know, it's a affordable gorgeousness or something (laughs) it's like first it was for that witty spicy sassy girl like Mm. I wanted like a specific kind of girl to shop from yeah Yeah. and like that was my message but now it's just evolved with the times Mm -hmm. because I just I also don't want to compete with the other hundred billion (laughs) jewelry stores like me yeah. So I found myself when I was struggling, I found myself like pivoting in a way. Yeah. Adapting. Yeah. Oh yeah. And adapting has helped a lot. So yeah, absolutely. I also feel like that's one thing small or baby businesses could do. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's it. And I, and, and you've touched on something important there is that don't be afraid to evolve because yes. you, because as you know, we are all, as we get older, you know, uh, we and more mature in our businesses as well as our life, our mm-hmm. things change, and maybe we yeah. we don't um, we develop new uh, tastes and new new appeal, or we've just learned something new, and and then we're like, well, maybe I want to do this now because I, in my business, I at the beginning 
okay, so I, I started doing copywriting. Then I started branching out a bit into doing social media marketing for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was working for doing some work with an agency. I was uh, writing Facebook posts for their clients. Well, I soon realized that I didn't really care about the clients that they had. They were people like, it was some sort of penny auctions. And then there were like uh, these, uh, you know, really the dermatologists, but the people who do real skincare with Botox and stuff. And I was like, I don't really like these companies. I don't, I'm not interested in them. I don't want to write this type of copy. And I realized that, okay, I, this isn't for me. I like longer form writing, number one. Right. And I don't really like doing Facebook posts, but I know that there are other people out there who love that. So right. yeah. you, you have Very to true. realize that, you know, you're going to, you know, you might want to try something new and then you try it and maybe you like it and you go into that direction. Or you may realize that, no, I don't like that and I'm going to go back to what I was doing before. But, um, you know, you don't know until you try. And, and it's important to keep experimenting a little bit and try something. I think this was a really informative episode for not just business owners, but just for anyone in the working field. So thank you so much, Gloria. Really appreciate your time. Where can everyone find you? Oh, thank. Well, number one, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And yeah, um, if you can, you can go to my website, GloriaRand.com. That's G-L-O-R-I-A-R-A-N-D.com. Um, and I'm also on social media. Um, you can find me usually at, at Gloria Grace Rand on my Facebook, Instagram, uh linkedin as well so um but yeah i would love to if anyone has any questions or anything and and i have i've got a a blog and that has lots of articles on there and and um well i actually have a youtube channel too that has some old trainings and things so um in fact that for for a while i was doing and when i first started into video i was doing like these seo in a minute tips so they're still on my youtube channel (laughs) i love it everybody should definitely check that out Thank you so much, Gloria. I'll be in touch. Good luck with everything. And thank you and good luck with you and and continue the good work with the podcast and with your jewelry business. So keep it up. (laughs) Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support.